You are now listening to The Model Mindset. All right, guys, welcome back in. It is episode 43. BG and I have a great topic on hand for you guys today. And it's actually something we kind of just stumbled on, dude. Like yeah. It was just, it, it's part of kind of what we really look for now with this casual conversation that lead us to kind of think a little bit more. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of how we stumbled on today, which is we're talking about feeling stuck. Yes. And everybody's going to relate to that probably. For sure. For sure. And how this episode culminated is you and I were talking and one of our friends, she opened up and basically was saying how it was the same thing. Rinse and repeat. Monday through Friday, right? And you have that that looking forward to the weekend type deal where you're busy. They have kids. And there's a little bit of, you know, um, I would, I don't want to say happiness, but where they look forward to the weekend a little bit. But then it goes back. It's the same thing. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And as I was talking to you, I was like, man, that's interesting. Because when I felt like I, my life had no meaning and purpose, right? Or I am on this earth to do more with my life, I always thought it was because I didn't have meaning and purpose. But as I thought about it more and reflected on it, I was stuck. And what I mean by that is I just stopped growing. Like I, I, I wasn't learning. I wasn't reading anything. I wasn't acquiring new skills or knowledge. I, I wasn't trying new hobbies. But when you and I got together and started doing the podcast and, and started having other interests, man, we were busy and, and the growth started to come. And I felt like I had that meaning and that purpose and I was unstuck. Yeah. And you're not the only one, dude, because that's kind of where, and we talked about it a lot on here, but it's like the origin stories almost, right? Of like our relationship as far as like what we're doing today. And I think that all stemmed from like you helping me become unstuck in that moment. Um, and you're absolutely right though. It's because like you, and what, before I go into that, what is unique about being and having that feeling of stuck is you think it's normal. Yeah. And like, you think it's just part of being an adult. You think this is your life. Right. Yeah. And like, the, okay. Like, like you said, wash, rinse, repeat, especially if you have kids, like those days kind of can get into that, that groove where you're doing the same thing. Yeah. And um, you don't realize it until you kind of have a conversation or surround yourself with other people who are flourishing or growing or trying new things. And you kind of look in the mirror in that moment and go, oh, what am I, what am I doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have to ask yourself that question, I think, to realize just how stuck you are. Yeah, and you know it was fascinating too with me, but also with with Val. Um, mine was like a feeling. I, I don't want to necessarily use the word depressed, but I felt heaviness on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. It could be a little bit of depressed, but mm-hmm. it was because I was stuck. And same thing with Val. I remember in in the winter time. Yeah, I'd say in the winter time. It was the same thing. Rinse and repeat. Where we would take care of the boys. You know, she would go to work. You know, she's a teacher, so those days are tough. She'd come home. You know, a lot was asked for her. You know, she was be cooking dinner. I'd be taking care of the boys or something. 
then after I'd clean up, she'd be taking care of the boys, put them down for bed, and then she basically would just go to sleep. It was the same thing, rinse and repeat, and she would be very tired by the day. And I remember having a conversation with her. She's just like, I feel like I'm in a rut. And a rut to me is also another way of saying you're stuck. Mm -hmm. And so her and I had a very uh, emotional conversation where, you know, she just basically said, hey, I just don't, just not happy right now. So I was like, all right, you know, what can you do? Like, what if, what if you start doing yoga? What if you do have something to look forward to that breaks up the week that you can focus on you? You know, self-care is self-love, you know? And so her and a friend signed up for yoga and it was great because they were able to not only connect on the car ride there, but they were enjoying yoga. It was healthy. And then they were connecting and feeling great the next day and she was sleeping better. And her mood drastically changed because I think it did allow her to have time to herself it allowed her to break up the week and now she's playing softball on Tuesdays. So she has that to look forward to, you know, you and I are constantly busy Sunday through Thursday. Um, so we, we have that meaning and purpose where we're feeling unstuck because we are growing. Yeah, for sure. And let me ask you this yeah. in that story, when she approached you with that feeling of being in a rut, right? Like when I hear the word rut, like I oftentimes think of like relationships and like being in a, a rut in your relationship. Yeah. Was it, was it a challenge for you or did it ever cross your mind that like where you would take that comment to be like about your relationship or take it personally? Or did you always know it was more about her and like her free time to herself? It's a very good question. I, I knew it was about her free time. But as a husband, you always want to make your wife happy. Right, you know? exactly. So I did take that to heart because I felt like I wasn't doing a very good job yeah. as a husband to give her the attention maybe that she needs. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, us men were always trying to solution to, you know, the solution of the problem. Yeah. Um, and in that moment, I just like, I, I got to be, and I knew she liked yoga. Yeah. You know? Well, so, and it's good because I think that that kind of leads in perfect to kind of what we wanted to talk about next, which is like, well, how do people feel when they're stuck? Like how, how do people feel when they get stuck? Right. And how, yeah. how do they get out of it? Those type of things. Right. Yeah. And you hit the nail on the head there when you said it, which was they're no longer growing. Yeah. That's the feeling. Like you're just your growth is stunted, and when you when we say growth, what, what would you say like growth is to you? Like mm -hmm. defined. So, it's exploring and trying things that you never thought you could or would, but it's also making the attempt to learn things, yeah. right? And that's kind of where like, you know, personally for me, like my growth came when I stumbled on the subject of things that, you know, are growth minded topics. Right. And also I never thought that would have interested me in the past. Yeah. And then I kind of just dabbled into it a little bit through our conversations between you, you myself, myself and Josh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Like people think that way and like wire their brain certain ways. And I never like thought that was a real thing and all like, 
so that interested me. So I just wanted to learn more. So yeah. I read more and listened to things that you know people who are established in that field will talk about, and that just kind of just a domino effect, right? And yeah. so that's where like growth for me took place. But it had to, it had to be something where I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, like you have to like put yourself out there, kind of, and that's hard too. And when we were talking about this before, man, it was like we were we were getting our thoughts together for this. And we, we were kind of just having an organic conversation last yeah. week. This is yeah. all kind of how this came about too, where like we were just kind of talking about it. Like, oh shit, that would be a great topic. And um, in our conversation, I remember you and I both said to each other, like, well, if you said to someone, you need to grow. As a person, you need to grow. Do you think they would know what that even meant or where to start? No, I don't think so. And I think it's it's good that we're defining it because right. people say, "Oh, grow." What the hell does that mean? Because mm-hmm. they think, in the best analogy, man, is a flower. Mm-hmm. You got to water it. You got to take care of it. Yeah. Same thing with your brain. Yeah. If you want to grow, you got to read. Yeah. You got to educate yourself. And the thing too is, not after school, you know, you stop learning. You continue to learn. Right. And podcasts are great, man. I think people maybe don't take advantage of podcasts enough. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much valuable information out there. There is. And we constantly listen to podcasts like every single day and mm-hmm. acquire new knowledge. Yep. And a lot of times we use it. Yep. And so I, before, you know, rewind to last year and you would check my podcast list, it was all sports. <laughs> all sports. Yeah. It's all I listen to. Yeah. Various, various sports podcasts. And now. I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers. Are they? <laughs> I wish. And all of it now, most of it, right? I still listen to some sports stuff. I'm not like totally removed from that. You know, I still yeah. love sports, but you know, 80% of it now is all about growth minded and personal development and entrepreneurship and all these different things that, that we're trying to accomplish now because there's always things that we need to learn and retool to try to figure out for our own life and business. Yeah. I and mean, it's like, so we're still like, yeah, we can give information and we can give advice, but we are learning every day still and trying to grow every day still. And the beauty about that is when we learn something from someone else, we apply it to our own life mm-hmm. to see if it works. Right. Like the morning routine stuff, all of the things that we do in our morning routine and even the nighttime routine is bits and pieces we took from other people, mm-hmm. whether it be what we read whether we we heard it yeah and we apply it some things didn't work some things did exactly work, and right. we just tweak it yeah but that's how we make our morning so meaningful mm-hmm. so that we own the day and that how we basically make sure that at night we maximize our sleep is it you know it's it you know and, and with that too like that's a great way to identify really if you're stuck or not um everyone has habits yeah right yeah are your habits productive or are your habits unproductive? Yeah. You know, are you, are you producing in those habits in the, you know, where you feel like, you know, you're wash, rinse and repeat, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's, that's a habit, right? Yeah. That you're doing habits in those things. So like we have this, a lot of times the same things every day, every week, right? Yeah. Nuances change, but they're, everything's productive. Yeah. So that's okay. And I think when people are stuck, it's, Oftentimes, too, and tell me if you agree with this or not, I feel like there's a sense of being, like, fatigued from being stuck. 
I, I would agree with part of that. There's, I think there's definitely a feeling associated with it. I do think there is an energy deficit. Yes. And I do think there could be, because I, I almost equate it to as well, that there could be a sense of depression or sad feelings. Right, right. Maybe sadness. Exactly. Where it's heavy and that depletes you of energy. Exactly. It's almost like the lack of production in energy makes makes the feeling of having no energy immense. But I also do it, and I agree with you, mm. but I also think, too, people don't understand what it is. Yes. They don't understand why they feel this way. Agreed. 100% agree with that. And and they may classify it as, oh, you know, I. they may not be able to classify it. Yeah. They may just say, oh, I'm having a bad day, or I'm having a bad week. Mm-hmm. Work or, sucks. Yeah, or like, right. oh, I'm going to wait till the kids turn two, and they're mm-hmm. they're out of and they're only six months and it's like this episode could benefit people immensely yeah because we're finally describing probably what a lot of people are feeling yeah you know and it's just being stuck Mm -hmm. if you're not growing you're you you don't have anything because another thing is you have nothing to look forward to we briefly touched on it earlier Mm -hmm. but if you think about it people are always looking towards vacations Mm-hmm. always looking forward to vacations. Yeah, yeah. But like a vacation could be in like months. You yeah. know? Everybody goes on like summer vacations and stuff, but sometimes they book them out in like January mm. for a July vacation. And yeah. they're like, ah, I'm just trying to get to July. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes that can fuel people, but it's like, man, ha- plan your week, plan your day so you have some of these things to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And a lot of that t- a lot of that stuff is like again what we went back to was like you just have to incorporate things in your day even if they're not fully new, right? right? Yeah. Add a little wrinkle to something. Yeah. That's all like even if you're not ready to get out of that comfort zone totally and try new things or learn about new things and whatever it may be and like immerse yourself in something, that's okay. Yeah. But maybe find a little bit of a like I said a wrinkle something you are interested in, yeah, or you've done before with a little a little razzle dazzle. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like those are the kind of things that can that can kind of propel you a little bit because yeah. it can energize. Yeah, a little bit of energy, right? Like it is a little, a little boost. Yeah. And what what I noticed that with man honestly is like in my relationship. So like it like we talked about before, it's easy to kind of get in that wash rinse repeat with like a family and stuff like that because you're just. You're so singularly focused a lot of times on the kids yeah. that your day kind of does buzz by. And all of a sudden, when you're at night, you're like, I just want to relax. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, But I found in those times, too, like, Danny and I, like, we lived in the house together. But, like, what was our relationship like? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, um, like, now it's like we put much more of an emphasis on spending time together. You know, we look forward to planning our date nights and kind of doing those things. And um, I think it's easy to neglect your relationship when you feel stuck too. And you I taught mean, I me that. Agree you, with and, and yeah, I know you. Yeah. I know you agree because you taught. Yeah. Not only you taught me that, but you yeah. really put a light on that. Yeah. And when you were like Val and I do date night, like you know, we'll do regularly, that. like all these things, like very like it's a non-negotiable. Yeah. And I'm like. Holy shit! Like Danny, I haven't been out in like over a year. I know. I remember when you told me that. And, and like, yeah, like, you almost dude, fell out of your fucking yeah. chair. And I was like, "You got, you got to do something, right?" But dude, you know what's cool? And I give you a lot of credit. Is it was like the next week, like we're going out. Had a plan. And I was like, 
that's what I'm talking and it, about. And it's great, man. Like, I, I genuinely look forward to it. Like, like to the point where it's like, I was one of the last dance we had, like, I got her a new outfit. Mm-hmm. Just to, it was nothing crazy. Like, we didn't yeah. want to fancy, but like some, something to look, again, add a little wrinkle to it, right? Of course, yeah. So, like, it's just spicing those things up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But especially think about that in a relationship term. I remember, like, when I was, you know, with my, my ex girlfriend years and years ago, I certainly had that feeling of being stuck. And I was, you know, 19, 20 years old at that point. Yeah. And I knew, like, man, you're stuck. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. like, it's just relationships, I think, are a very easy way to identify it, yeah. but also, like, could be the solution to that problem, too, though. 100%. Because the beauty is when you put in effort with your relationship, and let me know if you find this out as well, mm-hmm. when you do put time into your relationship, so that you guys are checking in on on each other, connecting. You guys ask questions to where you guys can grow together, yeah. like what the future looks like. Right. Like, hey, what do you want to accomplish? Where do you see us? Mm-hmm. And you kind of talk about your future and where you want to go, mm-hmm. like maybe a house on the beach or, or things like, you know, what about the kids doing this? And it excites you. And that excitement connects you. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to do that you know, say once a month, yeah. you know, or more frequently if you can. Did you find that? Yeah, 100%. I, I found, like, on those date nights, I found out things about any I didn't know. Like, things that she wants to do. Like, this this girl, like, she puts in work. You know what I mean? Like, she's, <laughs> like, you know, she's traveling all over the country. She's going to school to get her doctorate. Like, she, like, all about being a badass mom and, like, all these different things, right? Like, taking care of shit here. And it's, like... I thought like I knew like what she wanted to do like once like she finished her doctorate and all this stuff like that and then one night she threw something out at me over up dinner I'm like holy shit you want to do that I'm like that is awesome you know that's what I mean cool. like that's so cool like and it was just something in you know it, it's it it allows me to like you said you get excited for each other in those things yeah and if you can establish those and find those things out regularly it's just nonstop like excitement and cheering each other on and all these yeah. different things. And that's like, that's invigorating and it helps you again, get unstuck. And it's another way, like you just learned something new about her. Yeah. So it's a different way for you to support her. Yeah. You could stumble upon something that she right. told you that she wants to do. You're like, this is, she would appreciate this. Exactly. And yeah. that's, that's actually a really great point is like maybe to get unstuck, it doesn't need to be about you. Maybe Ooh. maybe you can get unstuck by supporting someone else. Sure. Yeah. That that could that's just that's not even on our shit right here. That's I know. A, that's just I know. A, that's just a nugget that came in my head there. But that's true though. That could be a thing. That could be something that excites you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So find ways to support your people yeah. in your life. And that can invigorate you. That Absolutely. can help you get on the road to being unstuck. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, because I think you do have to I mean, this is this is honor, but got to surround yourself with like with with meaningful people exactly right yep. and if you surround yourself with people that give you positive energy mm-hmm. it's going to raise your thermostat right yeah which ultimately could lead to being unstuck yeah when i was stuck i remember this vividly i wasn't putting much time and effort into meaningful relationships with mm-hmm. my friends mm-hmm. it was kind of just i was stuck in the same thing rinse and repeat i chose sleep rat over going out with friends and catching up you know and it wasn't until i finally now i equated to 
figuring it out that I was struggling because I my life didn't have meaning or purpose. And so then I started being very vocal about it. And then I was spending more time with friends and I was telling them where I was struggling. And then they opened up to me and it gave me energy because I was like, wow, I'm onto something here. Like I stumbled upon all men and people in general yeah. are struggling in some area of their right. life. Yep. You know? Yep. So it's true. Like you, you totally can give energy to other people. Mm -hmm. You know, just to to whether it be support them in some sort of yeah. side hustle or, or anything that they're going through in their life. Yeah. You know. And I think the last thing we had about you know how um, do we feel people get stuck? We talk about this a lot. Oh yeah. In the sense of like, you think there's a cap on your life and your happiness based off of what you were raised with yeah right so you use that as the bar yeah and when you reach that bar that's when you allow yourself to get stuck right because you put that ceiling on yourself yeah and you think okay i did it i made it i'm either successful or i'm happy this is what it looks like yeah and then you put the cap on that and then then that's it then you're stuck yeah. because you settle yeah and you settle the, into the what you have and what you do. Yeah. And it, it's absolutely 100% the biggest crock of shit you could ever yeah. feed yourself. Well, it's, you know, middle class is the most dangerous class. Because... It, it's an interesting thought. Because you have, if if you're, I don't want to say poor, but... Under, low income. Yeah, low yeah. income. You, you're motivated to get out of there, mm -hmm. right? Because you, you want something more in life. When you're rich... You don't want to go down from what you have, right? You want those, you want the money, you want those nice things. When you're in the middle class, it's kind of like, hey, you know what? I'm grateful for what I have. I don't need much more. This is what I need. So you settle. And the, the tough thing about when you just settle is that, you know, Tim Grover called it an invisible wall. Yeah. Right? That invisible wall is always in front of you because you're like, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. But what we're finding is there's so much more. Yeah. If you're willing to put in the work consistently, yeah. there's so much more. Mm -hmm. There's so much more. There is. And it's not it's not about an income level. The way right. you broke it down, I know I know exactly what you mean by that, yeah. right? Yeah. But you can use those like parameters, right? Low income, middle class, you know, higher income, right? As like your levels of intent. Right. With what you're doing in your day to day in your life and your ability and desire to grow so how do people get unstuck then like what's our solutions like you said before as two guys we always want solutions for everything right that's yeah. our solution yeah so what's what's the solutions for getting unstuck what's what's good advice for people who maybe feel like they're in a rut and uh, you know are are some ways that maybe you can get out of it that we haven't talked about so far so we did touch on growth mindset but yeah. one is you got to try hobbies yeah, Adopt sure. some new hobbies. Yeah, man. I mean that—that's the only way. It, it, you know, it's funny too is when we talked to our our Aussie friend there, Nick. Yep. Yep. Um, and he was going through something, and he had reached out, and you know, he's like, "Man, I just moved to a new place. I don't have many friends, mm -hmm. you know." And so I said, "Hey, you know, here in Connecticut, we have sports teams where you can get on teams." You know, whether it be kickball leagues or flag football, softball, to meet new people. I'm like, you really should try that. You know, my dad is retiring. 
I told him, try new things. I give a lot of credit to my, my father-in-law because when he retired and moved to Florida, he got into softball. He got into pickleball. And now he's on like three softball teams, two pickleball, has a very active social life, and he's in incredible shape. Mm -hmm. But you have to be willing to try new hobbies. And the thing too is like, if it doesn't work out, that's fine. Try something new. Mm -hmm. Try another one. But don't stop exploring. Mm -hmm. I think that's the, that's the best thing about life is you can explore anything, you know, and be creative. I think when we get into adulthood, we stop being creative. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you think, I think you think creativity is um, associated, associated with like a childlike imagination, yeah. like make believe, like those type of things. That's just not the case. Yeah. And you're at your most creative probably with all the life experiences that you accumulate over time. Absolutely. You have the ability to really be super creative in that, in that time. And that's where you have to establish what new things could excite you yeah. that you can be creative with that can take up your time that can take up your your thought processes and those things because it's hard when when you're in that moment and you're feeling stuck right to feel like if you're trying a new thing that you're good at it yeah. or if you're trying a new thing that you can get good at it right right and I think maybe one thing you have to work past in that like removal of being stuck is accepting and understanding that the start of it may not be pretty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're, you, you could be clunky on some things or, yeah. you know, you could be really excited to try something new and it just goes totally south on you. Yeah. And that's yeah. fine, man. Yeah. Like, listen, we, we, we bombed on some things we've tried. Oh, absolutely. Bombed. Yeah. But, but we learn from it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was some things were super uncomfortable and like, yeah. you know, like, okay, that didn't work. Let's adjust. Right. I didn't, that didn't get the response we thought. Let's adjust yeah. or whatever it is. And, and that's perfect. Um, because all of this that we're doing now stemmed from us feeling stuck. Yeah. And so we've just kept the momentum moving. Yeah. It's been a long time, but all of this is a result of wanting to be unstuck. Yeah. And so that's why our creative juices are keep are, are flowing still. Yeah. That's why we're not afraid to try new things because we understand the value of them at this point. Yeah. And that's how we know when we do bomb and it comes out looking like shit or we feel like it sounded like shit or whatever it may be. All right, lesson learned. How do we adjust? Let's keep it moving. Let's make the next one better. Exactly. Say fuck it. And the biggest thing too is we haven't touched on you got to push past fear. Fear, this is the thing. That voice in your head where you are fearful and you may be afraid of what people may think or something, people don't give a fuck. It's just that voice in your head that's mm -hmm. trying to protect you. It's that flight or uh, fight or flight mm -hmm. voice in your head. Our brains are wired to protect ourselves, which means you're constantly hearing that fear. Yeah. But my God, just it, it creeps up with us now. I I can vouch for myself. Mm -hmm. It creeps up with me yeah. occasionally or still, but I know that with fear and, and, you know, facing fear head on, that's where the beautiful growth comes through. You know, you know it's funny when you say that, man. Did, have you ever watched Shit's Creek? <laughs> I know. I know the show. I've watched a couple episodes. Okay. Pretty funny. Tremendous show. Yeah. Okay. Tremendous show. 
there's an episode on it where one of the characters, David, is going to retake his driver's um, test because his license expired. He has to go get his license again. Okay. And so he's going, he's driving there with his sister, Alexis. And while they're driving there, he's very nervous. Okay. He's, he's very nervous about how it's going to go, about the instructor, all these things like that. And she looks at him and she goes, David, why do you care so much? And he's like, well, what do you mean? She's like, you think the driver instructor is going to care about how you do on your test today? You think he cares? David, nobody cares. And um, he's like, well, that's ridiculous. And he got all upset about it. And like he it worked him out even more, right? And he, he lashed out at her. But the moral of the story was she was telling him, like, people don't care as much as you think they do about how you perceive yourself. That's true. Okay. And so he's taking his driver's test. And he's talking to the instructor and he's, and he's kind of probing him with some questions, finding out essentially that he's like, I'm a part-time DJ. And he's like, so you don't really care about this job. And he's like, well, what do you mean? Like, so, he, you know, he found out in the test, the instructor doesn't care. Yeah. And then he thought back to his sister saying it and, and she was right. So it's just, it's funny you say that because it's true. Like you're, we use it a lot. Your own worst critic. Stop being so goddamn hard on yourself. Yeah. Like people don't care as much as you think they do and that's not in a bad way yeah they don't we don't mean that like they don't care about you they don't care about how you like perceive yourself and how uncomfortable yeah. in your own skin you can be sometimes oh my you're too hard on yourself yes but you just hit it on the nail on the head when you said comfortable in your own skin or uncomfortable in your own skin that's 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 it we get caught up so much in our own heads mm -hmm. That when we do want to start venturing towards a goal, yeah. when we want more out of life, we let that fear voice get the best of us in our head to where we don't take any action. Yeah. And it's sad, man, because we only get one life. We yeah. only get one life. And it could be something where you want to start playing softball again, but you haven't played in years. It could be where you want to run a 5K or travel or something. Right. Challenge yourself. Push past that fear wall mm -hmm. and just visible wall yeah you're yep. gonna figure you're gonna find your best self yeah you know and you're gonna find that you will be unstuck mm -hmm. and you'll find a more fulfilling and meaningful life it's so true it's so true i don't think there's a better way to end this episode right now right those were those were some golden nuggets right that there. was good i like that, that good. i like that all right guys we hope this helps everyone in our life has felt this way before sure have everyone will continue to have experiences like this sure will so we hope this helps we hope maybe you could pass this information along share the episode people who you think maybe could be stuck uh we'd love to obviously you know have it reach their ears hopefully it may help um in the meantime as always check out our model mindset monday check out our website keep an eye on our socials we have a very fun episode coming out for you guys next week little q a action oh boy Trouble. live rounds coming oh out boy. next week dial up for those we appreciate you guys thank you so much for listening in we'll catch you guys on monday